Welcome to episode number 10 of the Kenny Cannon Podcast. We're going to be talking about business validation. I'm going to give you a, a very quick, uh, simple process on how to validate any business idea literally within like two or three hours. This recording is also up on our YouTube channel. So if you want to watch the video, you can go there and check out the video uh, as well. All the links and notes and stuff will be on KennyCannonPodcast.com. And remember to subscribe to the show if you like the content and also leave us a review on any podcast platform that you listen to us on because that's going to help other people find the content uh, and get value out of it as well. All right, that's all for now. Let's get on to episode number 10, Business Validation. So how to validate a business idea, whether you have money or not, it really doesn't make a difference. Um, I was answering a question here on Quora. I figured I'd do a video about it. I'm also going to shoot a podcast episode about this too. That's why that's annoying. Microphone is in my face. Um, so if you listen to this on my podcast, you can go on my YouTube channel, watch the video, and um, you know get other good stuff as well. So how do you validate a business idea? Whether you have money or not, it really doesn't make a difference. I actually prefer the people that don't have money because their back is against the wall. They go out and do what I tell them. People that have a whole bunch of money, they go out and try to do the stupid stuff. They're reading books that don't work. Um, but here's basically how you do it. So first of all, you don't have a business or a valid idea unless you have somebody that is exchanging currency for your thing, okay? So if they're giving you money for something, then fine. But if they're not, if you think like having somebody opt into an email list is validating your idea, it's not. I mean, I, I, listen, I don't care what the New York Times bestselling book is telling you to do. That's BS because I have seen literally hundreds of people that have come to me and said, oh yeah, I have a thousand people opted into my thing and they showed up on this webinar or they showed up on this sales page or they came to the meeting or they scheduled the call and then no one, no one buys anything. No one buys anything. Or maybe one person out of the hundreds of people. So, the way to validate an idea is to get someone to buy it. So how do you do that? The way that you do that is you come up with, with the idea, okay? Then you figure out who is most likely to be the people who would buy something like that, okay? Then out of those people, so now you have a big list, right? And I'm gonna go through an example with you of this, something that I actually did. So I'll go through an example and show you, but basically the first thing I do is I have the idea, the basic idea, then I have the group of people that are most likely to buy it, okay? Most likely to want it, need it, or desire it. Out of that group of people, then I carve out a secondary group out of that group that are the people who are most likely to be able to afford it, okay? Then out of that group, I carve out people who have the authority to say yes or no. That's a qualified prospect. Someone who has a want, need, a desire, someone who has the ability to make a purchase, they can afford it, and someone who has the authority to say yes or no to you right now. So I start off with want, need, and desire. So I have an idea. I am going to sell um, water in bottles, okay, like this one. Oh no, actually this is a better this is a better example. I could use that one too, but let's just say these really really expensive stupid cups. I like I love this cup, but listen, I'm not an idiot. I am sometimes, but most of the time I'm not. This cup right here is 30 bucks. The first one I bought, true story, I had it for about a week. I was leaning over a dock at a harbor and my hand like I don't know what happened, but it just dropped and the cup was like Boom, and it was floating in the harbor near my house. But this cup is made uh, side by side by another cup that's sold in Walmart for like six bucks. So whatever, it is what it is. But let's say I'm selling one of these really expensive coffee cups. Well, the first thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna say, well, who likes uh, to take drinks with them? Or who likes to drink coffee? Who likes to whatever? Because you could put cold drinks in this, right? You could put hot drinks in this, whatever. So who likes to drink coffee? Okay, that's my first 
people who, who would have a general want need desire for a coffee cup all right the next thing i'm going to do is i'm going to figure out out of the people who like to drink coffee who can afford a 30 dollar coffee cup because if they can't afford a 30 dollar coffee cup listen i may offend some people here so if i do i apologize but it i, I don't really care it's just, it's just the truth you may like to drink coffee, but you may live in the deserts of Cambodia or whatever, and you may make a dollar a week or a month. You can't afford my cup, so I don't care if you like coffee or not. I'm not going to try to sell you my cup. You can't afford it, okay? Period. So if you drink coffee, that's check number one. Now, you can afford it. You make 50 grand a year, 60 grand a year, 100 grand a year, 200 grand, whatever the number is. You make enough money to pay me $30 for this cup, Okay. The next thing I do is I figure out who has the authority to say yes or no right now. So let me give you another example. Um, authority is going to be really tough with a coffee cup because everyone really has the authority to buy a coffee cup. But let's just say that there is a 12-year-old kid who, for whatever reason, their parents let them drink coffee and they love it. And for whatever reason, again, they're like multimillionaires. I can't knock on the door and say, hi, is your 12-year-old son there? I'd like to sell him a coffee cup. I mean, I guess I could, but you want to sell to adults, right? You want to sell to people who are 18 years or older. They have the authority to get into a contract with you or get into exchange currency with you in some way, shape, or form. They have a credit card. They have good credit, whatever. So I'm looking for authority. After I have that group of people, what do I start doing? Now, I'm going to give you podcast listeners, YouTube people, and people on Quora, people wherever you're watching this. I'm going to give you a little bit of a warning here. You are absolutely going to hate this, but this is how you do it. I mean, I, again, I can give you all the the, the fancy feel-good stuff, but this is how you do it. Coffee cup. I have, let's say I have 100 people, right? I have 100 people who love to drink coffee. Out of those 100 people, 60 of them can afford the cup that I have. Then what I do is I go like this. Hi, how you doing? My name is Kenny. I don't know if this even makes sense or not, but I have this coffee cup. It's going to keep your coffee hot for at least six hours. And I know you like to drink coffee and the cup costs about $30 every time you buy one, but it's going to last you a lifetime. Do you want one? Yes or no? No. Next person on the 60 person list. Hi, my name is Kenny. I have a coffee cup here. I know you like to drink coffee. This coffee cup is going to keep your coffee hot for six hours. It's $30 a cup. Would you like one? No. Okay. So I just keep doing that, right? Now, here's the other side of it. If I knock on the first door, no. Knock on the second door, no. Knock on the third door, yes. Fourth door, yes. Fifth door, no. Sixth door, yes. Seventh door, no. Eighth door, yes. I got to look at those numbers, right? Out of those 60, if I sell 15, 20 of them or, or 25 of them, whatever, this is a valid idea. But if I knock on 60 doors and everyone's telling me no or one person buys it, it's not a valid idea. Now, let's look at the, let's look at the New York Times bestseller way, right? I have a coffee cup, okay? It's a $30 coffee cup. What I do is I find people who just like to drink coffee. Then I put up an opt-in form that says, you know, three simple ways to keep your coffee hot for six hours. Then I give away a free PDF for that opt-in form talking about how to keep your coffee cup, get your coffee hot for six hours straight. Then I celebrate when 150, 200 people opt into that form and I say, my cup is valid. That's ridiculously stupid. That is how businesses lose a ton of money in, in, in research and development and in product you know, sourcing and stuff like that. Never, ever, ever do that. What you do is you knock on the door and you say, here's what I got. Do you want it? Yes or no? 
But you have to do that with people who are have a want, need, desire, what it is you're offering. They can afford it and they can make a decision to say yes or no because here's what's going to happen. If you only talk to people who like coffee, your numbers are going to be skewed and you're not going to know if your idea is actually valid or not. You can get like false data from it, right? So let's just say I only find people who like coffee. Knock on door number one, no. Knock on door number two, no. Knock on door number three, no. And I get no's all the way through like 20 or 30 people. Coffee cup's not valid, right? In my mind, it's not valid. But the problem is, going back to the example I said before, all those doors were in Cambodia and they only make a dollar a month can't afford a $30 coffee mug, right? So if you have people who can afford it, who want it, general want, need, desire, they drink coffee, whatever, general want, need, desire, they can afford it, and they can make a decision right now, and everyone's saying no, you have a bad idea, okay? If you have want, need, desire, ability, authority checked off, and you're knocking on the doors, and a good percentage of people, 10, 15, 20% of people are saying yes, then you have a valid idea, okay? That is how you validate a business, period, end of story. There's really no other way to do it. Now, my door knocking is like, you don't have to do that. You don't have to actually physically bang on someone. You can call them, right? Email is pretty terrible. You could use it, but it doesn't really work all that well. You can call them. Uh, you can run a Facebook ad. You can run a YouTube ad. You can Instagram. Like, like what? There's other ways to do it, but the, the bottom line is you have to carve out that audience and then get in front of them and say, this is what I got. I you don't, you don't actually say this, but I know you want it. I know you can afford it. I know you have the authority to say yes or no. This is what I got. Do you want one? Okay, if those people are saying no to you, then you have a really, really bad idea and you should do something else. Now, the cool thing about the way that I do this and the way that almost every successful person in the world that I have ever studied or known does it, which is the same exact way I just told you, um, Groupon, by the way, was started by the person in, I believe it was the second floor of the building. The person on the second floor of the building, two of them, they came together and they're like, huh, this is a cool idea. Let's see if it works. What did they do? They walked out of their office to the next one. This is what I got. You want one? Yes. This is what I got. You want one? No. This is what I got. You want to try it? No. This is what I got. You want to try it? Yes. They walked in their office building up the flights of stairs and they knocked on everyone's door in the office building. That's how they validated the idea. So again, if you just do it, it works. I know it's not sexy. I know it's not fun. I know it's not like E-Myth Revisited or whatever the hell it's called. I, I know it's not all that stuff. But the bottom line is that is how business is built. It's built that way forever. Okay. I always tell people, Jesus knocked on doors. Like, I mean, it's been going on for a long time. It works. It works. So that's it. Now, a quick story about me and how, and how, you know, I did this one time. It failed miserably when I did it. Um, the, the, this, this one example that I'm going to give you, but I want to give you this example because this example clearly shows how you have to really, really, really look at authority. Okay. So my daughter was five years old, I believe at the time or six, maybe, I don't remember, but she just started kindergarten. She came home with the, with the, um, the folder for fundraising and it had like chocolate in it and like wrapping paper and all this other crap. So I looked at it and I'm like, man, I can get all this stuff in Walmart for like half the price or a quarter of the price of what it's listed for in the thing. But I got to do it because then my daughter is going to be the only one that doesn't sell anything. And that's ridiculous, especially considering that I am her father. She should be selling everything. But the bottom line is I got to buy something even though I don't want to. So I looked through the packet and I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll just get this chocolate, you know, pretzel case or whatever. And the next morning I go in, I, cause I, I came up with this idea. I'm like, listen, if I can put together a packet like this, but the products in it, people actually like them and they, and they can afford them and everything else. And they were cheaper than what they were in Walmart, Target, wherever. 
this will probably sell really well. I mean, the only reason why I'm not buying anything is because I don't want anything in here. I, I don't I don't need any of it, right? And the pricing is better at other places. So I came up with the idea, and I didn't know I, I didn't know what products were going to be in the packet. I didn't know how I was going to build the packet. I didn't know how I was going to source it. But I didn't know any of that stuff. What I did was I found the the next morning, found the PTA president, and I was like, listen. I know you have no idea who I am. I'm a new parent in the school. My daughter just started kindergarten. And, um, you know, I can't, I got the packet last night. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, the, the fundraising packet, whatever. I'm like, let me ask you a question. If I was able to come up with a way where I can make a packet like that, but inside the packet, there was stuff that people actually wanted. So, like, uh, iPhone cases, iPhone chargers, uh, screen protectors, technology-driven stuff. People actually buy all the time and they want... And that stuff in the packet was cheaper than what it would be in Walmart, Target, whatever. Do you think that would be something that you would at least listen to or look at? And he was like, of course. So I was like, boom, done. I went home that day. And back then it was Odesk. Went home that day, hired someone on Odesk to scrape every single PTA president on Long Island, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, the whole entire tri-state area, like hundreds of them. And I got on the phone. I started calling them. And that was my pitch. I was like, listen, last night I got the packet. The packet sucks. This is not the exact pitch, but the packet sucks. What if I could do this? Would you listen? And like all, a lot of them said yes. I don't want to say almost all. I don't want to say all, but 30, 40, 50% of them were like, oh, that would be amazing. Here's the problem though. I didn't establish authority. The reason why, and here's how why this happened. I didn't realize that the PTA president wasn't the person that had the ultimate authority. The ultimate authority was with the school district and the school board and the principal. Like it had to go through like 25 flaming hoops with like sharks underneath them before I could actually do the deal. And it would take almost a year, sometimes more than that, to actually get the thing going. And I was like, man, this is stupid. This is a waste of time. Now, another example, okay? Another example of what I just taught you of me doing it and actually working when I started my Facebook ad agency found people that were running ads in different places, Groupon, Yellow Book, uh, the local paper, stuff like that. I could take that offer, put it on another platform, double your sales like that. Want to try it? That's all I said. That's literally all I said. I was like, hey, I saw your ad here. I could take that ad, that offer, put it on another platform, and I could double your sales you know, like overnight. Want to try it? Sure, yes, no, maybe, I don't know, right? And a lot of people said yes. Then I knew I had a valid idea. If everyone was like, nah, it's stupid, I'm not doing that stuff. This is working fine, this is working great, I'm whatever. And then I, would not, I wouldn't have done it. But now I have clients all over the world running Facebook ads with me because I knocked on the first door and I was like, hey, I saw you're at here and I could put it on another platform and double your sales overnight. Or I can increase your sales by 50% or 25% or 30% or I can get you 15 new customers, this, whatever whatever the numbers are, right? Depending on the business. But that was the basic script. And I validated the idea and the company pretty much blew up pretty quickly. So that's the way you do it. And again, it's not, I understand that it's not four hour work week-ish. I understand that it's not the Ferrari that you see in the ad on Facebook. I understand that it's not you know, me sitting in a hot tub surrounded by naked women like you see on Facebook in the Facebook ads and all that stuff. I, I under, it's not, but that's not how business is. That's not how life is. If you want to really build a business, you got to start banging on that door. Theoretically, right? Calling people, emailing people every day, prospecting every day. That is how you validate an idea. You find the idea quickly, quickly. This is not like weeks. Quick. This is a day. You find the idea quickly, 9, 10 o'clock in the morning, 
by 11, 12 o'clock, you're pitching it. You can carve out that audience. Get really, really good at carving out an audience quickly, okay? Find those people quickly. Where are they? What are they? What kind of messaging do they want? How do they like to be communicated with? Some people like to be communicated by knocking on their door and meeting them face-to-face. Some people like to be communicated through the telephone. Some people hate being communicated by uh, through the telephone. If you're selling stuff to you know people that are 18 to probably 30 or so, don't call them on the phone. That's, that's a waste of time. They're probably not going to answer. They're deathly afraid to pick up the phone. Okay, so don't call them on the phone. Message them in another way. So you got to be really good at carving out audiences. And then it's quick. Once you figure out the idea, it's something quick in the morning. You figure something out. It's just something that comes into your head. Boom. You run out there and you start carving out that audience. By 11, 12 o'clock, you're pitching it. By 3 or 4 o'clock, you know if you got a valid idea or not. If you do, you run with it. And then you start to look at, should I do an LLC? Should I do a corporation? Should I do... What kind of website should I build? Is the domain name available? What's the name? Then you look at that stuff. But you don't look at that stuff beforehand. You got to sell the stuff first. Okay. Once you sell the stuff, then you move on to other things. All right. That is all. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're watching on, uh, if you're listening to me on my podcast and uh, this video, if you're listening to me or watching me on YouTube or Facebook or wherever, and uh, there'll be many more like this to come. If you're on YouTube and you haven't subscribed to my podcast yet, go to KennyCannonPodcast.com and you can go on uh, iTunes or Stitcher or wherever this podcast that you listen to. I don't even know what all the platforms are, but whatever they are, we're on every one of them. So you can go to wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe there. And if you're on my podcast, go to my YouTube channel and subscribe to the YouTube channel and um, let me know what you think of videos like this. All right, guys, that's all. Thanks for watching and enjoy your day.